Welcome back to This Week. Walking or running, which is better? And how much exercise do you need to do to actually improve your health? Well, a study in the Journal of American Cardiology attempts to answer some of those questions. And you might find the answers uh, somewhat surprising. Well, for more, we're joined by Professor of Clinical Exercise Physiology at DCU, uh, Niall Moyne, who's with me now in the studio. Niall, thank you very much for coming in. Um, first things first, if, if you really want to improve your health, and I suppose that means... Um, improving your lifespan, really, doesn't it? Um, do you need to be running? Not really, no. Um, first of all, it's important to say that, look, any form of exercise is good for us. Uh, running, people like running, but the vast majority of people do not like running. Um, if you want to get the health benefits and you want to get them very quickly, for example, the current guidelines is that we get around 30 minutes of walking a day. You get the same benefit from 10 minutes of a jog. Right. So it's basically, it's a, you get the same benefits, whether it's walking or jogging, but you have to spend a lot more time walking to get those benefits. Mm. So that's almost like a, appealing to lazy people to run a bit. Well, I wish a lot more lazy people would actually go out and jog. And you know, time constraints is a big issue. People in midlife, you know, it's getting that, they can't get that 30 minutes into their day, but you can go out and do your 10 minutes and you get those benefits. And is 30 minutes walking, is that the amount you need to do to actually see a benefit? Well, that's a great question. Well, in this paper that was actually published this month in the Journal of the American College of Cardiology, what they did was they looked at all of these studies that have been undertaken over the last, say, 30 years. And they picked out the really good studies that looked at the impact of walking on your health. And basically what they found that compared to walking 2,000 steps a day, if you increase that to 2,500 you decrease your risk of dying over a six-year period by around 8%. But if you increase it to around 9,000, you decrease it by 60%. And if you double that to 16,000 steps, you only got a 4 or 6% benefit. So the sweet spot seems to be around eight to 9,000 steps a day. Yeah, and that's quite achievable, isn't it, for a lot of people? For everyone, for us all. And the good thing about it is you can accumulate that over the course of your, of your waking hours, your 16 hours, you're awake. It could be a little bit in the morning, a little bit in the afternoon. But if you can accumulate around, I always say the sweet spot is around seven to 9,000 steps. If you get that, you're going to get all the attendant health benefits. And going beyond that, you, you, certainly from a psychological perspective, it really makes you feel good, et cetera, et cetera. But you don't really get added health benefits. So that's the sweet spot. Uh, so just say you, you, you hate exercise and you have a sedentary lifestyle, but you want to do the bare minimum. What's the bare minimum you can do and still see a benefit? Probably... You have to be walking beyond 2,000. This study clearly indicates that if you're walking beyond 2,000 steps a day, you are going to get benefits. And as little as 500 extra steps. In fact, there was another study published a few years ago, I Ming Ling in Harvard. She took a group of 72-year-old women who walked around 2,700 steps a week. And then she compared those women who, who walked 2,700 to those who walked 4,400, which is a 1,500-step difference. There was a 50% reduction in risk by walking right. an extra 1,500 steps a day. So any, so obviously, and, the, and the, the, the sweet spot there was around 7,000 steps. So anything up to 7,000 steps, you're getting benefits. So for the person out there who's inactive, if you start, in fact, the person who begins exercising, they get most bang for their buck. They'll get the biggest improvement in their overall health by just changing their step counts mm. a little bit. And we know now definitively, don't we, that exercise is hugely benefit in helping to stave off two of the biggest killers, heart disease and uh, dementia. Um, 
there really are no drugs that can match what exercise can do. Well, so, oddly you say that, it reminds me of a quote from Joanne Monsoon, who's a famous physician working out of Harvard, who's published over 3,000 research papers in this area. And at a conference two weeks ago, she stated that exercise is as close as we have come to a magic bullet in medicine. I mean, that's a profound statement. There isn't a single organ system in our bodies that, are, that, that is not positively affected by, being, by even a 10-minute walk or a 5-minute walk. There's no pharmacological therapy that is that, Im- that, is that impact so on human to, health. To come back to the start then, which is better walking or running, um, if you can go for a run, that's obviously better. You'll get, you'll get the benefits in a shorter space of time. Yeah, if time is the issue, 10-minute run, 10-minute jog every day, you'll get all the benefits. If not, try and accumulate around 7 to 9,000 steps, you get all the benefits. Professor Niall Mona, thank you very much for coming in to talk to us today.